This is Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Go Pack Go! On WTMJ. Time for Packers Insiders. Time for the voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. I had the chance to catch up with Wayne earlier today. How loud did the stadium feel to you? It felt it felt real loud, John. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of good Milwaukee ticket holder uh, crowds up there in the past, but this was Green Bay crowded. They were loud. I think they they really and there were a lot of Vikings fans there too. I mean, uh, as as Larry yeah. McCarran often says, free enterprise is alive and well in Wisconsin. But <laughs> there was, you know, the Packers fans were very loud, and especially at the right times too. You know, on the third down calls for Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, that type of thing. I, I thought the it was one of the loudest games I've been at at Lambeau Field. We're going to get what happened during the game, and we're going to preview the Broncos. But I also wanted to ask you before we do that about the Star family. Cherry Star there at halftime with Brett Favre. You've spent time with the Star family. Uh, do you have a favorite recollection of Bart or Cherry Star? Yeah, you know, I, I tell you, it's just the, the genial way with which they treated everyone. Uh, you know, I'll never forget the first time I met uh, Bart Star. I was at the uh, Super Bowl following the '85 season, and he was a boyhood hero of mine. And we had him on WGN in Chicago, uh, you know, that morning, um, and it was just great to be able to talk to him. And you know, I always tell people this: you don't want to meet your uh, childhood heroes, your sports heroes, because they can never live up the hmm. the way they are in your mind. And uh, you know, but Bart Starr not only lived up to that; he exceeded it. He was just a class, genuine uh, individual. The, one of the stories that uh, that was told is is that you know somebody was uh, broken down on the side of the road somewhere and. And uh, Bart pulls in and pulls up behind him, and it's in Alabama, so everybody knows Bart, obviously. And uh, Bart says, can I help you? And the guy looks at him, he's trying to change a tire, and Bart <laughs> digs in and, and helps him change the tire. I mean, those kinds of things. You know, in his neighborhood, if the paper boy threw the paper off the uh, porch or something, you know, he would go around in the morning when he's walking the dogs, to, and he'd pick up the papers and put them in place. So that, that's the kind of genuine human being he was. You know, and it obviously did a lot of things that didn't get, garner a lot of attention, but um, it was how he lived his life every day. Wayne Larrabee is the voice of the Packers. Wayne, a lot was made going into the game about whether or not Aaron Rodgers would use the wristband. He did wear the wristband. Did he use it a lot, did it look like? Hard for me to tell from where I sit, John, but I think they helped a little bit in getting some of the calls uh, off to the team and you know quickly quicker than they did in Chicago. And, and it looked to me at times, especially early in the game, that second drive where they use some up tempo offense, and I think that's probably where he might have uh, been using the cards a little bit more. It's only been two games, Wayne, but a lack of production it seems like from any receiver not named Devonte Adams is kind of noticeable. What needs to happen, or what do you expect to see happen with this young wide receiver core? Yeah, they've got to step up and mature a little bit. There's no question about that. I think MVS is starting to do that. It was good to see Geronimo Allison get a touchdown catch. Um, I, after throwing the ball ten times to tight ends, I think they only threw two or three passes to tight ends this past week. So, um, you know, I, I think that you're going to see this thing evolve, and uh, a lot of different people are going to have uh, their hand in it before it's all said and done. But you're exactly right. I mean, they do need someone to step up opposite Devontae Adams. But, John, I think the one thing they wanted to do against Minnesota was get their number one receiver on track, mm-hmm. and that's what they were able to do early on in that ball game, the first play from scrimmage. Hey, Wayne, let's move to the other side of the ball. The Smiths having a big impact on defense. This defense, wow, looks completely different than what we saw last year. Yeah, it's been completely different from what we've seen the last four or five years. Um They've got some talent on that side of the ball. And I think, you know, the Packers selected the captains from each side of the ball, permanent captains. And 
then they will bring uh, other people, they'll name other captains to uh, accompany them out to the 50-yard line for the coin toss. Um, Aaron Rodgers on offense. But I thought it was interesting that Zadarius Smith was voted a captain on defense. And I hadn't seen anything like that happen in quite some time, that a guy that new uh, to the team would actually have that much respect in the locker room. And so that's I think his leadership has been uh, been well-founded. And, you know, Preston Smith does such a great job of setting the edge against the run. These are both two outstanding players that have given the Packers a big lift at outside linebacker from what we've seen in recent years.